What is up? FPL Draft Joe here, myself, Jackson, and Nolsey. We're going to continue on with our series as we go through each position in the draft. Strategy in when you should pick players, and possible tactics in picking players, and a couple of maybe hidden gems. In this episode, we're going to focus on defenders. Now, defenders in normal fantasy, a lot of the time, they're the same 3 4. In the draft, as we talked about in episode 3, and we will refer back to episode 3 a couple of times because it gives a better description of tactics along with defenders. Defenders in FPL, we're going to look at the same 3, 4, 5. In the draft, they are essential to winning. But in the draft, those 3 or 4 premium defenders, they're already gone. They're snatched up by somebody in your league. So it's essential that you rotate defenders week in, week out, depending on fixtures or chances of uh, getting a clean sheet this is going to allow to maximize your points so we can only give suggestions on this podcast every draft is going to be different the key point that we're going to emphasize is that it depends on who you have we can't say take Trent or take a show because you mightn't have a striker we're going to do a podcast on scarcity of strikers and why you should prioritize them but when we talk about defenders First key point that we talk about is we recommend you to have one premium defender target that you could have in your team, one premium defender. Now, they're fairly obvious. We have the likes of Trent, Trippier, Robertson, Chilwell, Stones, uh, Diaz, Shaw, Estupinan. And after that, we wouldn't really call them premium premium. Now, there's loads of... You could look at Arsenal, then you could look at Gabriel, or you could look at Saliba, even... Um, and then you're then you're saying that that is your number one best defender that you will never change. So in terms of draft rank, we know in general how high the likes of Trent and Trippier are going to go. On average, Trent is taken and will be taken in this year's draft in probably the first round. If not, he'll be 15, 16, 17 pick overall. The like the same with the likes of Trippier. Now, although a lot of people are doubting Trippier in normal FPL as a long-term hold he is very, very valuable. So ignoring the first five, six game weeks, you're still going to have him. Mm. If someone else takes him, it's going to be very hard to get him because they know, well, once the first four, five, six are done, they have essentially the likes of a Trent. Yeah, because you won't get him on the waiver. Trippier isn't going to feature on the waiver at all. So if you don't get him from the get-go, you're not going to have him at all. And, and he's going to be of serious trading value. You're not going to get a Trippier easy. You're going to have to give... There's no other defender that you can directly swap for Trippier apart from a Trent. And you're probably not going to do that. So you're going to have to give away a premium midfielder. So, when we talk about premium defenders, getting one is essential. The list we've given you, we would class, in general, as premium defenders. These, on average, go from draft rank 2 to 3 to 4. And you might think that that's very soon, but... The amount of players that are picked after three rounds could be you know, up, upwards of 40 players. And you're going to put the likes of Chilwell, Roberts and Stones in your top 40 players. So you're going to have to prioritize one of these and have your eye on which one of them do you want. Because you might come to your third pick and you have a striker and a midfielder and you see a midfielder there. But if you don't pick one of these, they're going to be gone. So first tip is to target one of them. Get one of them in your team. Then you can build your defense around that. After you have one of them defenders, 
The draft might go on, you might get a couple of midfielders. Again, we talk about this in episode three, so it's best to go back and listen to this so we don't have to give a, a, another description. But your next defender is going to be the likes of a stalwart for a particular team. Yeah, so after that, you'll be looking at players who are going to be week in, week out. So, the likes of your Arsenal defenders. You could look at Gabriel, or you could look at Saliba, even the likes of Spurs. You could look at Pedro Porro, um, Rico Henry of Brentford as well. He's going to be playing week in, week out. Pinnock as well. He could be a great pick for you um, at this stage in the draft. Now, at this stage of the draft, you're probably thinking, I don't know, eighth, 6th, 7th, 8th pick? Yeah. So it's not going to be um, too far down the line. After you see a couple of other defenders go, you might be inclined to go for one of these. Stick to a tactic. Have one of these that you want in your team around this around this draft rank. You're probably going to get maybe your premium, hopefully, and two other defenders, as we said, that are stalwarts in their team that play week in, week out. And the likelihood is that you're going to have them three defenders all the time. Now, you might... A dunk is very tradable. You know, it's hard to put a value on them. You might give, again, we just mentioned them, a Henry for a dunk, and you might be happy with that. But them two extra defenders are probably not going to be waivers. And this is the key point. Them players are going to be trade value. They're not going to be waivers. So the last two spots in your team, they might be later on in the draft rank. We talked in our other episode about keepers might be 12 to 15. Well, these might be maybe 12 or before them. Maybe you're 8 to 12. And although they might not seem important, we say that you should target them. As Jaxie said at the start, that's essential to maximizing your points. So our recommendation for your last two defenders is to look at fixtures for the first couple of weeks. Yeah, look at even the lower end of the table. You might see they'll have a good couple of fixtures and they'll be they'll go overseen or under the radar by a lot of managers. But if you see the likes of Bournemouth have couple of good run of fixtures or if Everton have a good run of fixtures you can target maybe a wing back for Everton something like that for your later defender picks now you're targeting these so you're selecting them for a short period of time because you know that if a better defender for another game week comes up in the waiver you can bring him in you're not fixated on these players because you know that you can just transfer in a different defender Depending on the fixture. Yeah, and that might be only for one game week. You might target a specific defender for one game week and then he's gone. So the reason we say that these two spaces are very important is because you don't want to put these too high a value. You don't want to pick five very good defenders and leave some um, attackers. Because well, then you could have a game week where five defenders have poor game weeks. And there's, as we said, a Bournemouth defender who's playing a Luton and we find out Luton cannot score mm. and he might be more valuable than a Gabriel that week. So leave that open for rotation. For example, last season I had the likes of Robinson and Tete on my team very briefly. That's Robinson Fulham now. Robinson Fulham. Robertson. Robinson Fulham and Tete on my team very briefly. That was because I targeted them for specific game weeks and they were gone. Like they're not going to get if you keep them on your team for the whole season they're not going to win you win you games but if you target them for specific game weeks get them in get them out you're going to maximize your returns so some of the teams that we have targeted for the first couple of game weeks are teams such as everton 
So again, your Tarkowski's that you mightn't put up on a high draft rank. Someone will take um, a Henry before a Tarkowski, so therefore he might be left. Now, he might be a stalwart in your team as well. But likes of Chelsea, maybe if there's a rotating defender, we talk about Caldwell. Um, Gusto has a possibility of playing if, if uh, Rhys James is not there. They're waiver picks. Brighton defenders have good fixtures, but they might be picked up. Other teams, like West Ham, have a very good fixture for 1-4. and four. Bournemouth and Luton, respectively. So maybe you have another defender that has a good 2-3 and three game week. And I know we talk about this in, in normal FPL about rotating, but after that, they might be terrible. So what do you do? You get rid of your um, Soufal, who might be playing, or um, whoever has a good game week 2-3, and three, and you get rid of them, and you get in another defender, such as a Sheffield defender has a very good game week 2 against Forest. So you might pick up a Sheffield defender late on in the draft, specifically targeting game week 2. Palace, I think, have a very good opening fixture. So players like this that will still be there, like um, Tyreek Mitchell or someone like that, that you can... Um, well, essentially, you don't have any um, regrets when you throw them on the waiver. They might be picked up, they might not, and it might work out, but at least you have the option and, and the uh, space there for that to happen. What I've done in the past as well is I have looked at pre-season. Now, I don't like to base... All my decisions are pre-season because it can be a bit of a trap sometimes. But the likes of Adoji that's playing with Tottenham at the moment, he's having a fantastic pre-season and he could be overlooked by a lot of managers. So if he's your fifth defender, that fifth spot that come in, could be a bit of a rogue pick, but he could be very valuable for you. But as you mentioned, you won't have that much of an affiliation to him. So if you do need to get rid of him, you can. And at the same time, we talked about affiliation just there, but... It's one of the most enjoyable parts of the draft because defenders are readily available. You're not going to have, and someone's not going to be locked into a forest defender. Therefore, they're going to be available and there's going to be a bit of a rush at times. It's, mm. it's not going to be easy to get some of these because, again, if you're top and 12 or 11 other people are looking at um, forest right back, well, then he could be gone. So you do have to look at other teams and maybe possibly get them a week or two early. So if you see, um, as I said, Luton aren't scoring, and no one has a West Ham defender, maybe get him game week two in preparation, leave him on your bench for game week four. Yeah, like last season, towards the end, I remember three different managers tried to transfer in Serge Aurier in for a game week <laughs> yeah. from Forest. And it's because they had the ability to do it. They weren't fixated on any players and Aurier had some good fixtures. But in normal fancy football, you never think of looking at Serge Aurier. Because then he's fixed into your team and you think, oh, I'm wasting a transfer. If we don't know by now, we can make as many changes to our team as possible. So therefore, you can bring in four Palace defenders and get rid of them. It doesn't cost any transfers. It doesn't cost any money. No player has a, a, a value that you have to pay for. So the player is, a, is as valuable as they are that game week. Serge Aurea could have been the most valuable defender that game week. I, rem- I think I remember the actual week I tried to get him in. Um, I think he could have actually returned as well and like I was really disappointed when I didn't get him and normally it's ah, I don't care she's, he's not that great but you really really wanted him for that fixture and then get rid of him yeah and it's it's the risk that you take when you have that defender free if you take a gamble and you bring in Serge Aurier and it pays off it's one of the most enjoyable things of the whole game week similarly if you bring him in, bring him in and leave whoever you think is not going to play well off now, it might go your way, it might not, but at the end of the day, it's not a big risk. I'm not leaving uh, a cash off 
and what's going to happen cash when you when you get left off the next week someone's going to pick him up so he's gone so that's the problem with having these too many premium defenders that once you leave them on the waiver for one week they're going to be picked up so our overall recommendation is to target one premium defender possibly two or three your second or third defender as good solid defenders that you'd like to keep for the season might have some bad game weeks sometimes but that's okay and then use your third or your sorry your fourth and fifth spot as rotating defenders always looking on the waiver to see who has the best game week fixtures coming up and who has the highest probability of getting a clean sheet